It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome back to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig the First. Today we have Zainab Johnson on the podcast. She is an absolutely wonderful human being. She's a straight-up comedian. She is cool as heck. And one time, her mom stood up in the middle of a movie theater at Creed Two and thought that she was actually at the boxing match. Get ready for this very fun-filled and also... I think really like thoughtful, sweet conversation episode of Not Too Deep. Not, not too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Squarespace. Turn your great idea into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Whether you are showcasing your work or selling products of any kind, with beautiful templates and the ability to customize just about anything, you can easily make a beautiful website all on your own. But if you do get stuck, Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support is there to help. Head to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you are ready to launch, use the offer code grace, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. <laughs> Uh, Zainab, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. You're literally less than 24 hours off of a plane from Cancun. So thank you. Because oh, my pleasure. I would not be here if I were you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest, so I appreciate your presence. What were you in Cancun for? I was vacationing. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of my, a very, my, one of my oldest friends, it, it was her birthday on oh, that's fun. Sunday, I believe. Yeah. And the 6th, whatever day was the 6th. Um, and she wanted to go and normally she takes time off work and mm-hmm. comes to visit me out here okay and she was like will you be around and I was like yeah I think I'll be in LA and she was like I'm gonna come for my birthday and I was like you sure you want to come here like <laughs> we'll just eat food that we know we already like right, right, you'll right. have to sit through my comedy show it's like <laughs> are you sure that's what you want and it's cold I'm wearing a wool coat like yeah. this was last week I'm like it's cold here mm-hmm. and she was like okay let me let me Try and book Mexico. Let's reconsider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. go a little warmer. Uh, you've been working your ass off the last couple years, but it feels like I've been stalking you, no offense, Ooh. on every form of social media the last like 48 hours. And <laughs> you are the coolest human being to me. Uh, I love everything you're doing <laughs> and I love everything. And no offense, I'm going to say it now. 2019 is your year. I'm so excited for you. I literally cannot wait a year from now to see what's happening because I feel like right now you're like the freshest voice, coolest human that's happening right now. Thank you so much. I hope this time next year we're not sitting here disappointed. Oh, I hope <laughs> we're not sitting here. I hope you have a like, show. Damn, you're doing everything. High I hope hopes for her. I hope you're way too busy for me to even like DM to ask to come hang out with me. Uh, no, but that's why I'm like, you probably don't take a break. So going to Cancun must have felt a little strange. Um. It, I think because I travel so much as a comedian, right. you always feel like you're going somewhere, but then you realize like, oh, wow, I'm always working. Like, yeah. this is not, even when you go to seemingly nice places, it's like, oh, sure. it's my first time. How was Australia? It's like, 
I mean, it was great, but it's like I'm exhausted. Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was Because you did the Melbourne Comedy yeah. Fest, right? How Was that the first time that you did it? That was it? my first time. How yeah. was it for you? It was great. Yeah. It was great for me. Yeah, I would, I would like to go back. It was... What do you notice in the differentiation between like uh, audiences, states versus like a place like Australia? Do you notice any difference? Um... It, Australia is really white. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's like white as uh, shit. Yeah. Um, and so, but, but I mean, there's a lot of audiences here that can, like I can find myself oftentimes in front of a very white audience mm-hmm. in the United States too. Yeah. Um, but I think just internationally, you always have to, um, it's a, a reference thing. You have to try not to be regional because they just right, won't right, even right. understand it. But other than that, it's like, I think because they were, uh, because they were so white, I was like a brother. Th- a brother like, fresh air. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> like their Michelle Obama for like two whole weeks. It was amazing. Okay. <laughs> Where's your favorite place to perform? in the states probably new york yeah because that's where you're from right yeah yeah Yeah, but i started comedy in la and i and i do really enjoy doing comedy in la i would say new york portland oh Oh, no 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 i'll take that back (laughs) (laughs) new york and probably san francisco and that's kind of like the same vibe okay yeah like San Francisco was cool enough, and right before, like the the Portland and the Seattle's that get so PC, mm-hmm. that it's like there's no laughter. It's like oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's like was not trying to make a fucking point. Can I curse? You can absolutely fucking curse funny. on this podcast. Why this is not a TED talk? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you responding that way? Uh. Well, that's so interesting to hear. I always have mixed vibes in San Francisco. Uh, it's very fun and very laid back, but it's also like too cool yeah. for me that I feel like I'm absorbed as a dork there and, and they know it and I know it. And so it's just a uh-huh. mutual experience, but can't wait to go this weekend. Uh, <laughs> okay. You have a degree in mathematics. Is this true? Math and education. Yes. And so, so you were too, like double. You were a teacher at first. Yeah. Okay. So what, talk me through the progression of going from teacher to where you are now oh it was just not even that deep (laughs) you're on the right podcast (laughs) don't worry (laughs) um I was in college I didn't really know what I wanted to do I Mm -hmm. had always been good at math and Mm -hmm. so I just naturally went into and I really did want to teach like I wanted to teach high school I ended up teaching really uh, elementary and middle school but I wanted to teach high school and with high school you have to choose a um, subject yeah specific subject um and I was just good at math you know for a good while, I mean, my last year, the math got pretty advanced. And I was like, oh, this isn't fun anymore, you know? Um, but I was already committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was one of those people. I think I was like, my mom, my parents went to college but never finished. And I, so if nothing else in my mind, it was like, I got to finish. Yeah. Who cares what I do with this after? At least sure. I finished. Mm-hmm. And then I started my student teaching um, and... My the teacher that was like that lead teacher for me mm-hmm. was asked, I believe if I'm remembering this correctly, was asked to um, contribute to the new math textbooks for the following year. Oh, wow. And so that pulled him out the classroom. And so I just was a naturally like I had, gra- you know, my student teaching was done. Uh-huh. I graduated. I had passed my and it was like, oh, a natural progression to like, you know, become like the full time teacher. Yeah. But the it was so short because the. um the kids were great, but yeah. I was standing in the class one day and I just had an epiphany. I was like, 
I'm just not here for this. Really? Yeah. It was nothing specific. It was just a random moment that hit yeah, you. Yeah, I was just standing. I mean, they were great. Like this, this, this school was like a charter school. So their parents okay. were very much involved. Yeah. Um, the kids on a whole, I mean, they had certain, there were certain kids, of course, that I liked more than others, Sure, you know, but for the <laughs> most is part, the most honest thing a teacher can say. Yeah. Oh, they, 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 I mean, I wish more people would say, yeah. I, I talk about how I like some of my nieces and nephews over the other ones. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. And now my siblings are all trying to guess like, well, whose kids are she, is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, don't worry big. about it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I but I mean, little people, kids, they have personalities, mm -hmm. you know? So I get to choose whose personality I like. That's not going to dictate your test score. Right, right, right. But it will dictate how I feel about you and how I talk about you to my friends when I leave you. <laughs> So, <laughs> but I also feel like that is um, like unofficial training for stand up. I mean, you have to stand in front of a room of people that are judging you yeah. like crazy, and some of them don't want to be there and they don't know why they're there. And yeah. so I feel like that is kind of helpful for what you're doing now. I appreciate that. I don't agree. But <laughs> <laughs> Only because kids, I don't give a, I mean, I don't know what, True. maybe I'm just too and Maybe confident. they're the worst audience. And yeah, now I don't give a shit about what some little kids, what? I could care. I, so when I first moved to LA, when I first moved to LA, <laughs> when I first moved to LA, I still, like, I needed to make money. Mm -hmm. And so I start, at first I got certified to teach here. Okay. And to do substitute teaching here, it's like the, the places where they had a lot of availability were, like, in camps. I didn't know oh. that meant jail. Um, and so I would just go to these places and you're like, oh, I'm teaching, like, young, like, juvenile inmates and yeah. things like that. And that was, like, there were three wow. of those. And I was like, oh, no, well, I took the wrong, you know, like I did the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. So I met this woman, I can't remember how, and she did this um, like nonprofit program that brought the arts back into the school. This mm -hmm. was like after LAUSDs took out arts, physical education, you know? Mm -hmm. And so she had this program. And so I started teaching seventh graders, like sort of like improv and theater. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not qualified to teach that, but <laughs> I did it. Yeah. <laughs> and... I would try to get them to understand. I only say middle, I'm saying seventh graders because they were so, they're the, they would be the ones that you would be worried about because they have all these thoughts. Thoughts. They're very self-conscious. Yeah. They're very catty. Both they're the boys and the girls. Vibrating yeah, systems a, of yes, insecurity. Yes, and yeah. something is happening in their lives and they just have no control over it. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to navigate it the best way possible. And you you may be help, you, you, you're just like a speed bump. You're just an interference yeah. in their growth, yeah. you know? And I I would try to get them to understand in any situation like this is such a small part of your life. <laughs> I but see your just, bigger picture <laughs> and I wish you could yeah, see just it. trust me. Yeah. This is this is minuscule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, compared to like what life will the lemons that you'll get in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just please, you know. Did you ever have a specific student say anything to you that resonated that you kept with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no follow-up questions. Got it. But I will say this. There was this little girl in my class. It was uh -huh. these two, there was these two kids. Uh, they were twins. And I liked the brother. Um, <laughs> I did. I like, he needed, he, he, like, he's a kid that they would say, oh, he has ADD or sure. ADHD. But I'm like, no, nah, he just needs 
Atten- more attention yeah. and he needs to always be doing some occupied. Right. But then his sister was a mean girl. Oh, no. Oh, she was a mean girl. Oh, no. And I couldn't say it. Yeah. But I used to look at the other girls like, just trust me. This is her last year. <laughs> Like, just trust me in life. She will fall just down from her. trust me. Her pedestal. But I, I couldn't say it. Yeah. I just had to. But I used to have these these thoughts about her. Like, uh, I don't even know who made, like, <laughs> who made you the popular one? Like, who did? Oh, like, uh, when I you see the dynamics it. and you can't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and you just can't even say because, you uh, know, that's like personal. It's I, not your place. It's, but also, no, it's you're so unprofessional. At- <laughs> it's just like, but then I saw her and her brother and their parents at like a street fair mm-hmm. in LA and the school they call you by your first name so they were like Zainab Zainab oh my god that's my teacher that's my teacher yeah. and I turned around like oh I definitely don't want to see you on a day <laughs> off you know like I don't <laughs> and the 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 Parents looked at me like oh this is who you guys have been talking like like happy oh, to see me yeah. and I'm like oh well I guess I'm making a difference you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like even with my nephew, who I always say I don't like, he's like my one nephew. I'm like, mm-hmm. I do not mess with him. We always ask him who's like your favorite aunt or uncle, and he always says me. And yeah. I'm like, why? I'm I because you're the one he wants the most attention you. from. You're the one that's oh. not giving it to him, and so he wants it now. Oh. Don't give him what they want, and then they'll want it more. Uh, you're one of thirteen. Yes. Siblings. Uh, I can't take any credit for that, though. That's my mom's doing. Oh, that's so insane to me. (laughs) And I've been watching so many of your stand-up bits, which are so funny. I love your whole bit about statistically two and a half of you should be gay um, out of 13. (laughs) And you guys don't know who it is yet. Um, Do your siblings ever watch your stand-up? Have they ever commented? Are there any, like, unsafe things that you can't talk about so far, there's not been anything off limits. Okay. But because I think whenever I talk about them, I still, I think my intent is always it's with to love, celebrate. It yeah, like, yeah. I think they're very, pr- I think it's all about like, well, when's my joke coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's you the know? one that like, I know is about me? Yeah, yeah. like my, my, um, that, that gay journal joke yeah. that I did. My brother was at the Seth Meyers taping with oh, me, he was that there particular for it? brother. Oh. So we're in the car riding to, 30 Rock and um, I was like so just FYI I'm doing a joke this about you and he says is it when you thought I was gay and you read my journal (laughs) (laughs) and I was like okay All right, so we're on the yeah, same we're page. on the same page. <laughs> and then at the end of the taping, like the entire crew, everybody uh, was like, "Who's the?" Because two of my brothers were there. It was like, "Who's the brother? Who's yeah. the brother?" And then they pointed out, and he was like, "I'm the brother." And they were like, "How do you feel about that?" He was like, "I have many journals." <laughs> but that's uh, that's why I love him. He's so like he's in on the joke, and he's just so he's unfazed. Yeah, you know, it's like you if somebody he's he's not gay, but if somebody called him gay, he'd just be like, thank like Thanks. thank you, sure, yeah. And I just love there's certain qualities about him that I just wish that I oh that's had, so great, you know, so. that's so sweet, yeah. and that's so great that they could be there for that taping. Yeah, was that your first late night taping? Yes. Okay, and that was like four months ago, right? By the time this comes out, maybe like half a year ago. Yeah, um, I think it was in November, September. How was, was September. that for you? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I'm so happy. I was um, 
my set was running long. Like I kept oh, working it out. Cause I it, never know. I've, I've had friends do it. Uh, I, I don't do stand up, So I don't know how that works in terms of like you do a full set. They edit it down. I don't no, know. No, no, they don't edit it. Not for your late night set because it's just supposed to be like five minutes. Timed out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, if you go like five Oh five or if you go like four thirty, it's like fine, mm-hmm. but mine's was coming in. I was running it like every night, like multiple night, multiple times at the improv. It would come in like seven, something like seven minutes. Oh, wow. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah. and I don't even think like now the TV things that I have taped is with stand up. You never even want to give them too much to edit because then you are relying on the editor to choose what stays. Not just to choose what stays, but to have your same comedic sensibility mm-hmm. to, you know, like yeah. you keep putting a lot of power in uh, a stranger. In your, yeah. It's, it's like it's like taking like a Picasso, Picasso yeah. and saying crop this however you yeah, want it's like, and like uh, take out whatever corner that actually yeah. might be the best and most interesting part of the art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I gave you, you know, a 12 by 8. Yeah. But you, now you make it into a 4 by 8. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know. So... But it was it was it was fun to well, do. Well, you this seemed com- unfazed if that was your first time doing it. It was my first time doing it, and this comedian uh, told me he had did, done Conan, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Is there any advice?" I was getting a lot of advice from different people, sure. and everybody had different advice, but his was the one that helped me most. He was like, "Just have fun," he said, and bring people, which is how my brothers got there. He yeah. was like, "Bring people that can be in a green room that make you feel good and and like will keep your mind off of it." He said, "Because what you have to understand about late night is you're going to take, you're going to go." last on the show Mm -hmm. he said and it's an hour full of written jokes and you're the only one that's not the celebrity so it's like Seth or whoever the the host is is doing written jokes Mm -hmm. by professional you know and you're just part of the system this machine that's going no matter what yeah and those jokes are written a certain way and then celebrities are going to come on and so the studio audience is like that's a celebrity everything they say is funny or heartfelt or whatever you know and now you're last and they don't know you and they're tired. Yeah. And so, you know, just make sure that you have that energy before mm-hmm. so that you could take it out there and just have a good time. And I mean, it was the best. That's advice. great. I mean, it worked because the, the best whole set is great. You can find it on YouTube. Yes. Um, take uh, we're going to take a break. So while we take a break, go look up our set on YouTube. It's very, very fun. And we'll be right back with Zaynab Johnson on Not Your Deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Squarespace. Turn your dream into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Whether it's looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products, or more, Squarespace is the tool for you. They have beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website all on your own. They also have a powerful e-commerce functionality, which lets you sell anything online and analytics that help you grow in real time. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, and there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is simple, and you'll get the help you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. They empower millions of people from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms to turn great ideas into something real. Head to squarespace.com slash grace for a free trial, and when you are ready to launch, use the offer code grace, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash grace. Offer code grace. We're back. 
Um, I loved, love, loved uh, your most recent Instagram post. My uh, scars? Yeah, Aww. it was a very sincere post and I appreciated it a lot. And I wonder where you land being an extremely funny person on like, because I struggle with going back and forth on like, how sincere should I be online? Will it be taken seriously mm -hmm. if I am sincere versus like, should I make a dumb quip about whatever the fuck I'm posting? Mm -hmm. uh, where I, I really, really respected and loved the post that you oh, put thank up. You. Um, but where do you land on that? Are you still kind of figuring that out for yourself? Or do you feel like you're just going to do whatever you want when you feel like it and unabashedly put it out there? I am going to try myself to, I'm going to try my best to be just more, more authentic. Yeah. And I come off like a really authentic person. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. It's even authentic for me to say I come off like a really, uh, you know I know, but saying? that's like, what it felt like a vulnerable post. And that's what I like the most about it. I, it's, I think that it's a big issue for me. Sure. And I really meant what I said because I get inspired by so many. You know how many people, how many women I follow online who show their scars daily or mm -hmm. show that they're missing a limb or that they've beat cancer or that they. And I'm just like, she's just the best. She's, <laughs> she's just the best. But then I look at myself and I'm like, oh, I'm not representing myself uh, the way that these women, you are. know, yeah. and then I'm like, like. I could totally like contrive this beach photo shoot. Sure. And I could crop it in a way for you to see all my lady parts and for everybody to get the, it's, it'll get the same amount of likes just yeah. for something different. Like, oh, you sexy. Oh, can I marry you? Oh, can you da 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 yeah. da da And it's like, for me, it's really empty because it's like, they, you know, like they don't know anything about me. Right. They don't, they don't know. They're liking this version of me that I yeah. presented to them. Yeah. And that's not actually me. Yeah. And it's like, I went to Cancun for vacation, but every moment I had to decide to reveal myself sure. to strangers, mm -hmm. which is not relaxing at all. Like my friend whose birthday it was just wanted to play volleyball. And mm -hmm. my decision wasn't like, do I feel like playing volleyball or not? My decision was, do I feel like people staring at me? Mm -hmm. And do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what I had to decide. And I was just like, it's so, it's like, I'm here to have fun with her on her birthday. That's so, you know, like yeah. a, a fucked up decision to have to make. And then I just, it's just like, but that's very relatable to a lot of people, I think, which is what I related to in that yeah. post. I was just like, this is so cool that you can be so funny, so confident, and then also be this version of yeah. yourself too. Yeah. And I loved it so much. And I think I, which I really need to work on. And that was the reason why I made it public. Mm -hmm. I've posted them before. Yeah. I post them on my stories. Like, these scars is getting in something, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I just feel like there's just, it's just necessary. I feel like social media is great, but it also sucks. And yep. we're not, like, true representations of ourselves. Yeah, we're a curated version of yeah. ourselves to everyone. And we can showcase as much toxicity on our own level yeah. or we can showcase as much of like look how awesome seemingly my life is yeah. and I am and I'm the most confident person in the world but those real posts I think have 
inherently more value than any like beauty glamour shoot that you would do in a bikini on a beach anywhere. Yeah, I got a lot of like DMs with people sharing, like sending me pictures, yeah. you know, of either them or their children who mm-hmm. they're concerned like, well, as she approaches womanhood with this like scar or whatever, how will it? And um, I don't know if you notice, like I don't, re- I don't really get sappy in my in my posts. No, that's why it like, stood out to me so much. It it's was- like I'm not trying to appeal to you guys. I'm just trying to be a little bit more honest with myself. I'm just trying to really, but but by you being yourself has infinite resonation with other people that want to find someone like you to look up to that mm-hmm. they're like I want to be as authentic as she's being right now that's why I was like this is very cool uh, uh, some uh, a couple of other people who like think that I'm hilarious <laughs> <laughs> I know Tiffany Haddish likes like all of your posts so go on <laughs> um, they were like wait I just read the last part you said when you get exceptionally funny you're already exceptionally funny and it's like I also get exhausted in comments. So mm-hmm. it's like, I think to respond and then I say, oh, don't feel like it. You know, like <laughs> I just don't. Because if I go down this rabbit hole with you guys, when is it we'll be end? talking all day yeah. and I can't do it. You got to right? create boundaries, healthy boundaries. <laughs> but the reason why I said exceptionally funny is because it, it, two, two reasons. One, when I first started comedy, maybe like a year and a half in, one of my brothers, I don't know if you've ever seen my joke, my trash joke, where my brother says the shit is trash anyway. No. Um, he was at my house one day and I got out the shower and he was like, oh, he was like, those are your legs. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, no, I mean, I knew, but I, I forgot because I don't see you often. I don't see you, un, you know, undress often. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. And I didn't really get self-conscious. But then right when it got a little bit like the awkward silence, yeah. he was just like. If I wasn't your brother, I holla at you. To, and it just was so. <laughs> it was it was so funny to me, right? It's like I just died. I, I number one appreciate like it was his. It was like the hood yeah. version of a hug, yeah. right? And and then it was just like, and then I just felt like it, he was he's so funny. Yeah. And I had a show that night, uh-huh. and. I went on stage and I'd say exactly what I just said to you. And I thought it would get that reaction. But everybody in the audience was like, oh, 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 really? Oh, and I was like, no, no, no. It's funny. We're good. It's like, funny. Oh. And in the, in the moment, I was thinking, like, is it because I'm not showing it so they can't, they can't visualize it? And so me, like, I don't, I couldn't, I can't, I didn't understand where yeah. the, where the, the humor failed. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And like the triumphs yeah. failed. And then when I got off stage, the woman who booked me for the show was like, what was that? And I was like, um, I'm a, a set. Like, I know. <laughs> Uh, my job I, I know it didn't go <laughs> as well as I hoped but yeah. um and this was like you know a year and a half and you got your five minutes that you know yeah. works whatever whatever and she was like when I book you on the show do the set that I know whoa yeah wow and I knew like like I knew two I knew two things after that I knew I was never doing her show again <laughs> um, and that she wasn't gonna be your maid of honor anymore. yeah like yeah and and I knew like okay I'm not funny enough to tell this to make this funny yet 
Oh, interesting. And so it's kind of like a goal of mine. Like, yeah. ooh, I know that I am supremely funny yeah. when I have strangers laughing at this. That's tra- so You know, like that's my mark. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I fully get that. And I've never thought about it that way before. Yeah. That's so So that's what I meant in a post. Uh, so no, everybody that's like, no, girl, you're so funny. It's like, You're I not know. asking for just, that kind of yes. reinforcement. You're yes. just... I think it's a great kind of vision board for yourself for yeah. this year to be like, this is what I'm going to do more than like, I'm looking for sympathy right yeah. now. Um, that's what I took the former rather yeah. than the latter from that. Well, and I thought you. it I'm was glad. very cool. Um, speaking of New Year's resolutions, you wanted to take up cooking more? Yes. Okay. Tell me about this. I can't cook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I love to eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I recently watched Julie and Julio or something like that. Oh, yeah. The movie the about Julia Child. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not that the movie was so touching, but every time they showed what she was cooking, I was like, oh. And it's like one of the opening scenes I almost posted online. I probably still will. It's like Meryl Streep. It's like they come with this pan full of butter. And it's this fish that's like simmering. And I don't even really like fish like that. And, and then they just, it slides off the bone. And I'm just, I'm looking at it like... And I'm, I'm like, I'm watching it on Netflix and I'm like, oh my God, like where, who, what, uh, like I want that right now. And then Meryl Streep tastes it uh-huh. and she's just having this whole like, and then her husband t- tastes it and, and then they don't even have words. She's like, uh, 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 it's like she doesn't even, and I'm like, what that? I want that. Like, have you ever watched Food Network? <laughs> I feel like you would have a really great time because <laughs> it's that. All day. (laughs) I love that you had to watch a movie about Julia Childs to like seeing fish being plated. (laughs) It was like, and I was thinking, you know what I was thinking after the fact? I was like, oh, I hope that fish wasn't cold. Like, I hope that when she tasted it, she didn't have to pretend. I hope that that was a true moment. (laughs) I I spend so many so much money eating out. Um, so are you really going to actually learn to cook this year? I'm going to learn to cook this year. Today I was actually deciding because mm-hmm. um, I went like grocery shopping and, and it had nowhere to start. I'm like spice it. Like I don't need a it's spice until yeah until some a recipe calls for a spice. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I don't just have garlic sitting around my house. <laughs> like who does that? I, have, I tell everybody who comes over my house. I have water. I got no snacks for you. <laughs> I don't have nothing for you. I have water. Everybody knows it. My refrigerator is bare. My refrigerator uh-huh. looks like I am struggling in life. <laughs> You're just a recently divorced dad. Yeah, like yeah. my refrigerator looks crazy. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking like, okay, do I buy a book? Because here's where I know <laughs> oh, I want to like start. a recipe book, yeah. A recipe book. Or do I just go with what I'm like, have a taste for and then just Google it. Mm-hmm. But here's why. Th- this is what's on my mind. Okay. So in that same movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> affected by this particular film but please go on because I was thinking maybe I have to get like Italian cooking or something Uh but maybe because um what's the other actress Julie I guess whoever Amy Adams yes Amy Adams she made this like bruschetta okay and she was just like frying the bread Uh and olive oil in the pan and then she like put all like the marinated tomatoes uh-huh. and I mean it like it I was just like it's and then the, the whoever is her love interest I forget his name he was on the Mindy Project okay <laughs> so, <laughs> if you need somebody to seem like they're from New York he's like he's that actor yeah. um he was eating he was going to town on it like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
told her, uh, and I was just like, I want that right now. Right now, I want that in my mouth. Uh-huh. And so if not today, if not today, tomorrow, I'm totally making that. I, I, I'm rooting for you. I think you can do it because you basically just said out loud the whole recipe <laughs> from what I can gather about bruschetta. No, but I've had bruschetta at restaurants. It don't look like that bruschetta. <laughs> also, that... those are paid actors to make it seem good. <laughs> no, no, no. Forget how he was eating it. You, oh, it just looked You amazing. won't understand until yeah. you watch that movie. I know. Okay. I gotta watch that movie. <laughs> just those scenes. I'm yeah. just gonna send you those scenes. That's how committed I am. I'll just YouTube those particular yes. scenes and oh. it'll be perfect. Well, um, I hope you keep us all up to date throughout the year on your Instagram, on your stories, whatever it might be, um, on your cooking misadventures, adventures. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, Here's a really fascinating question. What um, stand-ups in your circle do you think people are sleeping on right now? In my circle? Or Um, that you just genuinely really mm -hmm. love that you think people should know about? One of my absolute favorite peers right now is Amir K. Okay. You know who that is? No. Oh, he just knows how to make something out of nothing mm-hmm. every single time. He has material. Yeah. He has great material. He has some of his jokes are like, oh, I haven't seen this joke in forever. I can't wait to see this joke. Yeah. But he also like we've been in situations where everybody's bombing. Mm-hmm. And it's like this. Cra- it's definitely the crowd. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then Amir comes on and, it's, and then he just... You know, Amir K. Amir K. Okay. Yeah. Um, who else? This is so hard. I hate. No offense. I hate questions like this. <laughs> well, we'll move on then. No, I have we a 10, don't have to move on. It just, it just, it's like, yeah, I know, but for some reason, I can't. But it's think. also your friends. I get it that you're like, I. Oh, well, I was gonna ask you who's the funniest non-comedian in your life, but it sounds like it's your brother. <laughs> um, it's actually my mother. Oh, really? Oh, it's, it's okay. So here's just a quick story. Go right? for it. We go to see Creed too, right? Before Shh. this yep. is this is Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, this had to be Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, you want me to see? I'm I'm thinking about seeing Creed too. You want me to wait until I get to Michigan? She's like, yeah, wait for me, wait for me. So we go to the movies and we're talking like through the previews and mm-hmm. then the movie starts and my mom is still talking. I was like, oh no, what? No, wait a second. <laughs> like, are, are is this what you, you're? plan on doing and she was like well I'm yeah I'm I'm here with you I was like yeah but the movie's starting (laughs) so what we're not gonna do is talk and she was like okay well I'll try and I'm like you'll try so then sorry anybody listening that hasn't seen Creed 2 spoiler alert Uh, at one point have you not seen I've seen it I cried on a plane to it yeah I was emotional too it's pretty great so at the point where Creed is down Mm -hmm. right and you kind of (gasps) like My mom stands up in the movie theater. (laughs) She stands up in the movie theater and says to everyone else watching the movie, just in case we didn't know, she said, it's called Creed 2. It's called Creed. It's called Creed. Then she starts talking to Michael B. Jordan via the film. She was like, baby, get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Michael B. Jordan gets up and she claps and she sits down. She says, it's called Creed. (laughs) That's how amazing and immersive the film is that your mom honestly thought she was in the crowd at that actual boxing match when it happened. 
I was like, she sounds like the greatest angel sent from heaven. Uh, I wish I was in that movie theater when that was happening. Oh my God. Okay. On that note, we're going to take one more quick break and then we're going to get into some Twitter questions. Okay. Um, the internet wants to know a lot of wonderful things. So I saw, I was like, do I? <laughs> we'll be right back with more Not Too Deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by the OkCupid dating app. It's the only dating app that finds you someone based on who you are and what you're into. The OkCupid dating app asks you fun and meaningful questions that matter to you so you can be seen by the people who are going to be into you. From questions like who would pay an extra $5 for guac or are you close to your family and did you vote in the last election? You'll see tons of answers that lead to great conversations and great dates with people who feel the same way you do or maybe not and it's a helpful way to sift through the fat so on and so forth tell people about your favorite album get your last great trip on record or your favorite podcasts hint hint wink wink nudge nudge and let them let the love roll in on the okcupid app whether you're looking for that person to join you on a long walk on the beach cliche but get it or a short walk to the pool bar more my speed they're waiting for you on the okcupid dating app so start your new year by meeting someone who's into you and what you're into on the okcupid dating app download the free okcupid dating app and find your next great date today not not too deep this episode of not too deep is brought to you by one of our favorites meandies valentine's day is right around the corner rather than spending all that money on going out to fancy restaurants why not just Hang in your underwear, courtesy of MeUndies. That sounds kind of pervy, but also very comfortable. Made from the coveted micro-mobile, modal, micro-modal. Sorry, I'm so ill-informed on fabrics. The micro-modal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. Get it, micro-modal. MeUndies genuinely feels like heaven against your skin. Take that in one more time. It feels like heaven against your skin. Men and women can each choose from four different cuts, all of which are available in classic colors and adventurous prints. Oh, guys, get ready, including new V-Day prints, which are released every Tuesday. But why stop there? This year, MeUndies is launching their V-Day prints in lounge pants and onesies as well. You heard me, onesies. Both are made from the same Get ready, micro-modal fabric as their undies. I have been sent products from this company and I can attest to the comfort level in which I have experienced um, while, you know, writhing my dirty skin on their fabrics. The micro-modal is choice. So MeUndies has a great offer for you guys, our beautiful listeners. First-time purchasers get 15% off and free shipping when you order MeUndies. It's a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee when you go to MeUndies.com slash grace. That's MeUndies.com slash grace. Okay, we're going to get into some Twitter questions, okay. but before we do, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? <laughs> I didn't expect that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, alive or dead, I would want to throw cold spaghetti at. Yeah, it's a very intense question. <laughs> um... Ooh, 
We can come back to if you want to think come about it for a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The second question is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mine is college jogging front lawn. 405 traffic fuck it I love that you immediately have a story because there's so many times that people don't have stories and I stop relating to them so I love that without the spaghetti one tripped you up but the pants shitting one without hesitation was answered immediately and I couldn't appreciate you more for that thank you I also peed on myself twice in 2018 neither one of those times was I drunk or had a drink at all. And I, <laughs> and I would like to change that in 2019. So. Add it. So cooking and not peeing on yourself are two resolutions yes. this year. Yes, yes. Um, well, speaking of embarrassing things, someone to know what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you on stage? Um, hmm. The most embarrassing thing that's happened to me on stage. Or I kind of expand this uh, to like, a heckler or like even even like before or after being on stage or anything like that i remember once i um i went off on a rant and or like you know just started improvising and i said something about like you know like if there's a guy in a wheelchair and da, 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 and of course there was a guy in oh, a wheelchair yeah. <laughs> um and so the crowd is like laughing but like i see this like group of people like <laughs> And then when I got off stage, they were like, you know, he's in a way. And then I asked him, I was like, did I offend you? And he was like, no, you were hilarious. And I was like, oh, uh, it's always my fear to be saying some shit. But and that's nice to even care enough that that's a yeah. concern of yours. Yeah, because it's like, I don't think I was making fun of, obviously, no. people in wheelchairs. But it had something to do with dating, you know, oh, okay. and like what we look for, something like that. Mm -hmm. And it just... Even if I said, I, I want to be in a wheelchair, you know, just that, yeah. it makes the crowd awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, one time, the first time I really bombed, mm -hmm. it was at the comedy store. Um, and, you know, it's like my, it was the first time I was doing like a 10 minute set, like a full set. Yeah. And I was like, well, they've been seeing me do these like five minutes or forever. I need to do some new material. Sure. And I tried this like 10 minute set. And it's like my friends came, like everybody. It was like a supposed to be like a glowing moment for me. Uh -huh. And I bombed and everybody was like... But the worst part about it was, you know, the host is normally like right next to the stage to mm -hmm. come get you off. It's like when I was like, all right, guys, good night. The host was nowhere to be found. <laughs> so I was like. What? So what do you do? Chris. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just fully compounding. Yeah, just the where's the host? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had um counter to that like an extreme fangirl moment of being on a show with someone or seeing someone at a show or just even being like at a party or a social setting with someone in LA that you're like I embarrassed myself in front of this person or I might embarrass myself in front of this person uh one show I did Denzel Washington was in the audience really? and it was a small venue yeah it was a small venue so he wasn't far away uh -huh. but I saw him as soon as I walked in <laughs> And I said, oh, my God, Saina, please just do your material. Do not just do your fucking <laughs> material. <laughs> don't say shit. Don't try to. Because it's like I didn't want to, like, you know, you have one of those, like, Freudian slips. <laughs> and I was like, just just say the words to your joke, please. Uh -huh. And I got through it. And, like, if this, if I'm on stage right now, yeah. he was, like, off to the side. So you're just tunnel vision trying Tun not to yes. look at him the whole and time. And then there was this one girl right in the front who was just not, like, everybody was laughing. And she just was not, like. Oh, God. 
And so I was thinking, like, I don't know if Denzel can see you, bitch, but laugh. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You represent me. Yeah. Please. What are you doing? Please. Then he that's... came up to me after and was like, you were great. And I was oh, like. Oh, he did? Yeah. He oh, came touch my arm and everything. Oh. Yeah. He was like, you are really talented. And in my mind, I was like, what else? <laughs> Then I told my mom and she was like, did you tell him you have a mother? I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no. Uh, that's amazing. How long ago was that? Uh, maybe I'd say four years ago. Maybe. Oh, wow. Maybe four years ago. I still had a shaved head. So. Yeah. Yeah. It had to be at least three years ago. OK. Yeah. That's so nuts. But mm -hmm. also, congrats. Great job. I've had, I've had a few of those moments. Yeah? Yeah, I've had a few. I mean, it must be kind of strange when you walk out and there's just like an A-list celebrity sitting yeah. in the audience, like a regular person. So I want to know if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would it, uh, where would it be and who would you take with you? I would go to maybe like... Egypt, mm. see the pyramids. Okay. Yeah, I'd really like to do that. Um, and this is so cliche. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably take my mom. That's great. <laughs> or. <laughs> or, okay, give me an or. Or like my ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two sides of the same yeah. coin. <laughs> like my mom would love to experience it. And my mom is like, she she's down for whatever she can do. A, you know, she's, uh -huh. she can, I just know she can, she can hang. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then my ex-boy, my, this particular ex-boyfriend, he's just, he's cool. He, like he's, we get along enough that I think that we would enjoy that experience together. We'd be good travel buddies, but like an occasional argument would break out and it would be like nothing better than to say, like, remember when we fought at the pyramids, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you want to create tragic remember when memories. I like, <laughs> remember when I had to curse your ass out at the pyramids. Remember when I tried to book an earlier flight out of Egypt because I hated you. <laughs> that would totally happen. And then I would feel so bad. I would be like, okay, what's your connecting city? I'll just I'll just wait for you. I'll sleep in this airport in Morocco for like 12 hours till you get here. Um, someone wants to know who is your biggest stand-up inspiration? Um, I'd say Eddie Murphy was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um and I'd say like a couple of people like Eddie Murphy. I definitely say um, Wanda Sykes. I definitely say um, like now I'm getting into Richard Pryor. He doesn't mm. inspire me, though, but he does provide uh, he motivates me, but yeah. he doesn't inspire me. Is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the most articulate way you can describe that kind of feeling. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm not inspired, but I am totally like 
ready to continue to work after hearing this person. Yeah. Yeah. And like, hopefully my work will be like this work. Yeah. You know, like. Or just, yeah, taken into consideration in the highest regard the way at his time that that was yeah. kind of like perceived by people. Yeah. And then Eddie Murphy was the first stand up I ever saw. Oh, like, yeah. Raw was the first stand up I ever saw. And although I didn't have the thought like, oh, I'm going to do comedy. It just made me realize, oh, I like being made to let la- I like being made I like laughing in this way. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I like this feeling. Yeah, yeah. And then Wanda, just in my career, she is like, um, she's just a true, like she's a supporter. Yeah. Um, her and her uh, business partner, they just really supportive and they give me great advice. That's and awesome. Like, you know, like I remember I was afraid to like grow my hair back when I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, people know me with a shaved head now I don't want them to not write like I don't want to I don't want it to like have it's to put brand. the yeah, yeah exactly and then I rem- I'll never forget Wanda said um as long as what you your what you say is impactful and was as long as what's coming out your mouth is um you Who know you are. yeah it then you, it doesn't matter what you look like she was like because your look I mean you plan on getting old right you plan on getting, like, <laughs> it was like it was like common sense, so you know, yeah, yeah. That it takes a person with experience to sort of tell like, you you're like, getting hung up on the wrong things yeah, right now. You should, oh, that's yeah. awesome, though. Yeah. And that's also very that's inspiring to hear someone that's just been so in this world for so long still take care and yeah. like actual like attention to people that are yeah. coming up and doing their thing. That's yeah. like very cool to hear. And then I'm inspired by like my peers. Yeah. Like I just to watch us all like constantly and some people get success and then you see people who they still do it and it's like it's not uh, providing them the response that they're hoping and, and you still do it it's like it's really inspired like yeah all right, I'm going to go again because you just went and it's, it's not <laughs> yeah. showing you no love and so I could I could do this yeah, you know yeah. no that's very sweet um, okay counter to this someone wants to know what's the worst weirdest pickup line ever used or heard do you get people using actual pickup lines on you? Uh, you know what? I haven't had that in a while, but mm-hmm. recently uh-huh. I was just in New York, what, like two weeks ago. And a friend of a friend, uh, this guy, uh-huh. he's walk like we're a part of this birthday group because we're celebrating my friend's birthday. Sure. And he comes up, but I don't know anybody except her. Okay. But that's fine. Like. We're walking to a place, so I'm not trying to be really chatty yet, mm-hmm. right? It's cold. It's the winter time in New York. And he comes up to me and he was like, um, you seem like you don't know anybody, so I'm going to I'm gonna be your friend today. <laughs> and he and, and right after he says that, he pulls this blunt that he has. And he puts this, so I said, okay, well, can, can you bring my friend after you smoke that blunt? <laughs> Thank you. And he goes away and smokes and then he comes back and he's, he would, you know what it was? It wasn't so much what he said. He thought he was much more charming than he is. I fully understand. Yeah. And also what a privilege that he gets to be your friend in this situation. Then we sit down at this restaurant and it's like a big group of us. And at first we're like sitting next to each other. Uh And as soon as he turns his back, I switch seats with another girl. he, (laughs) he He turned back around and he was like, what happened? I was like, Uh, that sounds kind of miserable was the rest of the night okay no it was great okay like it's yeah it was great and i'm so happy i didn't have to converse with him (laughs) and not even like i have no idea if he's a nice or not nice person it was just like 
And also, too, you're not really saying what you want. See, you like me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you ain't saying you like me. You're trying to make it seem like I need, like, yeah, you like me. Just say you like me. Yeah. I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You That's know what I'm saying? Way easier to process right yeah. now than playing this game with me. Yeah. Um, do you get people coming <laughs> so up? So serious. You like me. <laughs> But do you get people coming up to you after shows ever in that, like, can you understand the vibe of, like, people coming up to you that are clearly interested in you? Yeah, all the time. Really? That sounds like, yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, literally. Like, yeah. All, all what, the time. How do you handle that? I mean, I, I just say thank you and then keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, they might be like, oh, are you are you really single? Are you? It even happens when I'm on stage. Like, I may go up, seek, I, I may, like, ask somebody in the audience, you know, like, oh, what do you look for in a girl? And they're going to say tall. Fun. They're going to describe red jacket. Yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. describe exactly what I look like mm -hmm. in, in that moment. And then I'll just make fun of them. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's a comedy show. Uh-huh. And then sometimes they'll seriously ask me out after the show. And that's fine, too. It's like, sure. shoot your shot. Yeah. Especially if you're going to, like, this guy in D.C., I, unlike the other guy, <laughs> I couldn't be mad. Because this is recent. Yeah. I couldn't be mad. He said, listen, all I could do is tell you. Did I like you and ask you out? That's all I could do. And this was exactly his hands. Like, that's a, and he, he was so much taller than me. He was like, that's all I could do. And I was just like, you're absolutely right. That is all I, you can do. I appreciate you know? this honesty. Yeah. He's like, so can I get your number? I was like, no. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honesty works two ways. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, you can find me on Instagram. And he was like, I haven't. I haven't been on Instagram in so long. I was like, well, how how bad do you want to get in contact with me? Oh, yeah. And he said, okay. And uh, I got a DM from him on Instagram. That's amazing. Uh, okay, Zana, we're at the end of the podcast. What's going on for you this year? What can everyone look for? I hopefully have a Netflix show coming out, a non-scripted science, like social science show oh, on Netflix. Yeah. We shot, we wrapped it at the end of last year and hopefully it'll be released this year. Amazing. Yes. Um, I'm shooting a half hour comedy for Amazon. That's so cool. When are yeah, you shooting? We shoot in Vancouver starting in, we shoot from like the end of February to like mid May. Okay. Um, but I really love the the project. I think it's like, I think it's written very, it's smartly written and it's extremely hilarious to me. That's great. Um, and so I'm excited about, and I've never been a series regular on Congrats. like a TV show. Yeah. That's so, so exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, and what else? Well, you have your own podcast. I have my own podcast. It's called Honest Tea with Z. Honest Tea, uh, H-O-N-E-S-T-E-A. Okay. With Z, which means that some of it is factual, a lot of it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing shows all over. Okay. Where can yeah. people find you on the road? Do you have a website that they can look yeah, at? Yeah, absolutely. Zainab Johnson is my website, Z-A-I-N-A-B Johnson. In every social media platform, you can find me as Zainab Johnson. You've done it correctly. So many people do not create the same just social media yeah. handle across the board. And uh, congrats. I just <laughs> wanted to be Zainab. Zainab, but there's so many Zainabs in the world. Oh. There's so many Zainabs in oh, the world. Dang. Yeah, so well, I had to use Johnson. <laughs> well, this has been super fun. Thank you again Thanks for, having for me. coming off of a Cancun trip and making time for us. Yeah. Uh, this was awesome. Make sure you guys go check out anywhere across the United States and internationally that you're touring. Um, and oh, wait, I forgot. Everyone that's a guest just, on the podcast I gets a... I saw a cookie coming to Frank. <laughs> everyone gets a personalized fortune cookie for being a guest on the podcast. So you don't have to eat it, but you're welcome to open it. <laughs> Personalized meaning somebody 
uh, put this fortune in specifically for me? That's exactly correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like so this fortune should say Zainab on it. Um in so many <laughs> letters, perhaps. <laughs> this is personalized. Um okay, but drop that skincare routine, please. The people are asking and they deserve to know how you achieve that glow. So this will be the last time I bring her up, but <laughs> Y'all got to talk to my mama because I don't do anything special. Is she on social media? Where can we follow her? She's not. All right. And she won't even answer the phone most times. (laughs) She continues to grow in her mystery and adoration. Thank you so much again for making time. We'll see you guys next time in another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. This Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, 